shoulder to shoulder with Jesus. Watch him hang from the cross. Then celebrate his resurrection. This is Reading the Bible Together, Holy Week. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Angela Smith. Today is Holy Saturday. It's the day between Jesus' crucifixion and he's not yet risen. And so we're going to do a different kind of an episode. First, I want to share with you a little bit of a conversation that I had with one of my coworkers here at Faith Radio, Kim Sanders. And I love what she says about grief and just the way to prepare ourselves as we go into the rest of the episode. I also get the sense that maybe not for everyone, but for some, that God wants to make a space today to really deeply identify with our own undealt with grief. And that I know that you've got some Psalms of lament and that's in the Bible folks. And that means that you can take those things to God and he can handle it. And even though it's hard, I'm getting emotional, even though it's hard that he is the, the perfect person to take it to. And so as those words flood over us, would we be brave enough to let those feelings come up and and take them to your wonderful, loving God who wants you to, to go to those places? So I guess I'm just saying it's going to be okay, but don't, don't shy away from it. This is a space to, to let some of that healing happen. And sometimes healing is painful and you have to air some things out. Now we're going to take a little time to sit in Holy Saturday. We have some quotes and some excerpts and Psalms of Lament to share with you, and I'm just going to guide you through the process. The first quote we're going to hear is from Reverend Dr. Yolanda Pierce from her book, In My Grandmother's House. We often forget about Holy Saturday. Holy Saturday is perhaps the most important day of this sacred week, because it is the day we must sit with death and grief as integral parts of our faith. Holy Saturday is the silence of a period that straddles death and life. It is the silence of work done and yet unfinished. The crucifixion has taken place, but the resurrection is still an impossible dream. Holy Saturday is the place between mourning and rejoicing. It is a time in which death has not yet been defeated and victory cannot yet be proclaimed. Now we're going to move into a time of imagining. I want you to take a deep breath and calm yourself and listen to this excerpt from They Turned the World Upside Down by Charles Martin. While darkness covers the earth below, and his body is moved into a freshly cut grave owned by a rich man, Jesus' work is not yet done. Peter described it this way. Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison, 
because they formerly did not obey. When God's patience waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through water. Before he leaves, God the Father, the Ancient of Days, clothing white as snow, hair pure wool, throne wreathed in fiery flame speaks. And as he does, fire comes from his mouth. A thousand thousand serve him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stand before him. The Son of Man is presented before him, and God Most High present the Son before every tongue, tribe, nation, and person. Then he grants him all authority and dominion and glory and a kingdom. The Father speaks so everyone can hear. From now on, all peoples, nations, and languages will serve you. Your dominion is everlasting, and it will never end, and your kingdom can never be destroyed. A wrinkle forms between Jesus' eyes. He's staring into hell. He holds up a finger and says, This won't take long. Be right back. From heaven, he descends into hell where he is met by foaming hordes unaware of what just happened in heaven. They think they're about to feast on the battered body of Jesus. Roast him over the spit. Carve him into steaks. The point? The party is short-lived. Satan is not so ignorant. He turns to run, but Jesus slams him to the dirt and places his head beneath his heel. His enemy now a footstool. He removes the keys of death and Hades off Satan's belt and dangles them for all to see. Then he shouts so all hell can hear. Tete lestai. It is finished. The demons closest go up in smoke, 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit in less than a second. Nothing but dark spots where their souls once stood. Jesus' voice thunders again. I have redeemed mankind with my very own blood. At the sound of his voice, locks are shattered and prison doors swing wide. Demonic hordes scatter. Prisoners, long held captive, run to freedom. Jesus is laughing. Tears streaming down his face. He knows the prisoners by name. He has missed them, every last one. He watches their twisted and bent bodies exit, straighten, stretch, and put one foot in front of the other. Walk, jog, run, kicking up dust. A mass exodus. Dying of thirst, they drink from his hand. Clear living water. Those who don't drink, drowned. Having freed all who want freedom, Jesus stares topside. At his tomb, at those weeping, he can see their broken hearts. His own heart yearns. He can see their broken hearts, and his own heart yearns. Ugh, we're going to move into a time of lament. And if lament is something that's new to you, it's newish to me as well. And so we're just going to practice the spiritual practice. It's not something that we have to be able to know how to do exactly right. So if this is new for you, listen to the words of Psalm 130. We're going to listen to it first in the New Living Translation and then in the message with some time to linger, to listen, and to sit in it. I encourage you to let the Holy Spirit do the work that only the Holy Spirit can do. After we've heard the psalm two times, the podcast will end, and I hope to see you tomorrow.
From the depths of despair, O Lord, I call for your help. Hear my cry, O Lord. Pay attention to my prayer. Lord, if you kept a record of our sins, who, O Lord, could ever survive? But you offer forgiveness that we might learn to fear you. I am counting on the Lord. Yes, I am counting on him. I have put my hope in his word. I long for the Lord more than centuries long for the dawn. Yes, more than centuries long for the dawn. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is unfailing love. His redemption overflows. He himself will redeem Israel from every kind of sin. Help God, I've hit rock bottom. Master, hear my cry for help. Listen hard, open your ears. Listen for my cries of mercy. If you, God, keep records and wrongdoings, who would stand a chance? As it turns out, forgiveness is your habit. And that's why you're worshipped. I pray to God, my life a prayer, and wait for what he'll say and do. My life's on the line before God, my Lord. Waiting and watching till morning. Waiting and watching till morning. O Israel, wait and watch for God. With God's arrival comes love. With God's arrival comes generous redemption. No doubt about it, he'll redeem Israel. Buy back Israel from captivity to sin.